0: <laughs> all right collect collect truth, collect collect first. all right we're good yeah we're good
1: all right hello i'm truth
0: i'm nishat and, and welcome, welcome
1: to, to... <laughs> okay one two three well, no good
0: cho- <laughs> clearly we are already making no good choices by starting this podcast because you can't even say the title together, but that's okay. Saying titles together is a cliché. It's
1: totally fine. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. yeah, welcome to the <laughs> inaugural episode of No Good Choices.
1: Yes, welcome. Glad to be here in the most janky way possible.
0: The jankiest. Our setup is...
1: <laughs> yeah, our setup yeah. is a little weird.
0: But that's okay.
1: Yeah, I feel this is the way messenger birds did it back in like the 17th century.
0: I'm trying to picture that, like two messenger birds having a podcast. We're getting really off topic. Let's let's bring it back. Yeah, let's yeah, bring it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> Before I start my diet, try. Oh <laughs> what would birds talk about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I feel like there are so many conspiracy theories around birds. A lot of people on the internet when Corona virus first started affecting the american way of life people were like it's because that president killed all the birds and now all our birds are mechanical so they need the americans to stay inside to replace the batteries birds get a
1: bad rap
0: they really do the birds work for the bourgeoisie
1: i mean there is also the running conspiracy that it was all from the bats i mean bats have been the source of every widespread pandemic in the modern century, which may be or may not be founded. I mean, SARS, H1N1. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the two that come to
1: mind. I'm not the aficionado on pandemics. I think that's Fauci's job. But, yeah. I mean, they do have a lot of STDs.
0: Yeah. I'm, oh, wait. And actually, why did I agree? Any I didn't bird? even know that um uh, that's good to know just go along that's with like,
1: my random factoids
0: <laughs> like yes um, I, you know like how koalas have chlamydia
1: <laughs> yes
0: like that and
1: really they're not cute at all if you think about it
0: some koalas are
1: <laughs> the mothers lick the poop out of the butt
0: true this is the first episode of the podcast we're like scaring everyone <laughs>
1: yeah i think we covered all the typical things that would scare away our viewers at least the ones that we don't want here i mean we talked about the pandemic the birds the koalas
0: i think anyone who's still listening is a real trooper because
1: this hold on hold on we're democrats hold on hold vote for bernie
0: yes do do you think we got everyone i think so
1: Oh, what else?
0: Black Lives Matter. Oh,
1: can't forget about that. There's always the stragglers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're pro-choice as well. Cool. I think that covers a lot of the political spectrum. If
1: not, we'll weed them out.
0: So we're all quarantined right now, which, if we're being really honest, is the only reason why we even got around to starting this podcast, because podcasts are kind of like those things where you always say you're going to do it. But then you never really do.
1: Yeah, it takes being trapped in a house to do it. Are you going crazy? I'm going crazy.
0: I'm going crazy. Yeah, 100%. Um my mom literally looked at me the other day and said, "You have anxiety, and this quarantine is what took it to, to her for her to actually come to terms with the fact that mental illness exists."
1: <laughs> She's POC like,
0: things. <laughs> Yeah, just, just you know, South Asian mom things. Literally the end of the world. And they're like, yeah, it's the mental illness in it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all quarantined and going insane and trying to do hobbies to pretend like the world isn't going to ship. Um, and this podcast quarantivities. is... Quarantivities. Yeah, quarantivities. Yes. Um. So... How are you handling this quarantine, Truth? It is not
1: being handled. Um, I know because I, resident CrossFitter, am doing strength yoga, which I, I think is the low point of me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Code 2040 has this morning yoga sequence that I do over Zoom um, Monday through Friday because I can't handle that-ish on the weekends. Honestly, I hate yoga. I have no flexibility in these fucking joints.
0: You're such a Virgo. And- <laughs> <laughs> you're still living a structured life, even though you're just at home all the time. Kudos to you. However,
1: I have been waking up five minutes before work starts, which is horrible for me and my fashion choices.
0: But you're at home. Who's who's seeing you? See, this is why you're a Virgo.
1: <laughs> That's the
0: thing. still, like, it's been three weeks in and you're... <laughs>
1: of my happiness is derived by people looking at me and commenting on my outfit, if not by words, just by a look in the bus, in the train.
0: Uh, This is why we get along. Oh,
1: tell me you feel the same
0: way. I I don't know. I feel like I'm a fake Leo. Because I'm okay with no one seeing me or complimenting me or acknowledging me, you know, because I only want to be acknowledged when I want to be acknowledged. Does that make sense? I feel like <laughs> as a <laughs> as a hijabi, I'm always stared at. It's, you know, and I don't blame people for looking because my hijabs are really bright colors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it it catches your eye. And so I've always like had this weird paranoia of people looking Mm -hmm, at me. So mm -hmm. it's nice that I'm now stuck in my house and no one's looking at me, not even my own family, because they're tired of seeing my face. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: So this is nice. But I'm sure like by April or whenever in April, I'll be like, hmm, I would like to be complimented on my outfit. But right now I'm okay wearing like just sweats all day. And oh
1: man, I hate wearing sweats. I wore jeans just to be spiteful. <laughs> because, you know, on Zoom, they only see half of you, but like That's why
0: you have to like stand darn. up to like go get something, quote unquote, and then they see the whole fit.
1: Ugh, I never do it. I never do it. I just sit right there. I haven't even been taking breaks lately. I feel like that's part of this insanity that's going on right mm-hmm.
0: now. Yeah, I
1: I hate working from home. That's
0: Yeah, that's actually an issue. Um, If you're not someone who, like, even if you are, like, you, for example, are very structured and punctual for the most part. Like, you have your routines, but I don't think you do, like, I feel like a lot of folks don't do a good job of, like, setting up boundaries, especially when they're working from Mm -hmm. home. So, that's really dangerous in terms of self-care, because you end up working, like, I'm, I'm guilty of this, too. I will work until 10 p.m. Um, just because I get caught up in I coding. know you would. Yeah, but I've been better at it, um, forcing myself to be lazy. But see, these are also the kind of things you can't really own up to on the internet because it makes people feel like shit if they're not also living structured lives and doing their skincare and wearing
1: jeans. Oh, that is such an annoying thing. I I think last year I was all about like productive get ready with me's. What about you? Yeah,
0: I I'm still like that. Like I'm, I like to like minimize the amount of time I take to get ready in the morning. Like to me, if I take an hour to get ready, I'm doing something wrong with my life. <laughs> Especially like day to day. It's okay to like take three hours if it's the weekend and you're like enjoying the process but for the most part I don't really care how my coworkers see me because I'm just behind my desk anyway so if it's taking me an hour to do that and I have no other plans and it's only my coworkers seeing me <laughs> I have failed in some way
1: but it's also yourself you know I occasionally go into the mirror and say wow damn son you really did it you really did it Oh my gosh, I do that all the time. I don't even take a bathroom selfie. Sometimes I'm just shocked by the clothes, like some flared trousers. Aww. Wow, great purchase. I, I feel like
0: I used to be like that until I moved to California. California, to some extent, has ruined me because, I've, like, the first few months I was like dressing the same way I dressed in New York. But there's something about like everyone else around you just wearing t shirts that you kind of stops you kind of start slacking yourself like i'm not wearing t-shirts i'm not a t-shirt kind of person i'm still wearing dresses but it's not as extra as it might be when i lived in new york which is probably why i'm like super productive oh my god i'm turning into those silicon valley dudes
1: <laughs> i'm scared for you um just for the viewers out there we are both native new yorkers which Along with the Timberlands and the puffer jackets and being eternally insufferable and miserable, there's this hugely strong aspect of the look. You know,
0: the the look. look. It doesn't matter if...
1: Which isn't like anyone else's. Yeah, like
0: it doesn't matter if it's Tim's and like jeans or if it's like a fur coat and stilettos. There's a look. Like you can tell that there was some effort and some thought put in. And it's not even about, like, high fashion or anything. Yeah. It's just, like, a put-togetherness. Yeah. Whereas, like, California, it, it, it does live up to the stereotypes. Like, I've lived there for almost two years now. And, yeah, it is more laid bad. People are more, like, friendly. They're more apt to small talk. And that really weirded me out. But now, after <laughs> two years, I kind of enjoy it. Like, when I first moved, I would feel so bad when someone would smile at me. And I wouldn't smile back until, like, five seconds later, because you can't, you know, like, in New York, you don't really smile at strangers um, unless you're uh, a transplant. But I would just have a delayed reaction to seeing someone smile. I know, deer in
1: headlights.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but now I, like, just do it automatically. They've changed you. It only took a year. (laughs) They have. It's okay. I'll revert back.
1: Would you say you're more Californian or New Yorker now?
0: I'm still a New Yorker, Um, I would say, because I've, like, lived here for, like, 20 years, you know? I've only lived in California for two years. But I, I do kind of like how friendly everyone is. I will admit That is that. nice. And I think I also really like it because there isn't as many tourists. New Yorkers get a bad rap because there are so many tourists that visit New York and Mm -hmm. they don't know how to act when they're in New York. So they're a nuisance. And it's true. Like, if you're a tourist and you're standing in the middle of the street trying to take some random photograph and I'm trying to catch the train so I can make it to my 9 a.m. class, yeah, I'm going to push through you because there's like 20 people behind me and 20 people in front of me and you're just in the middle of the street. Right. I like not having tourists. In California, that's nice. I don't, I don't live in L.A. I'm sure L.A. is different. I'm sure L.A. is kind of yeah. like New York. I, am I live in the Bay Area, so it's, it's just chill,
1: quiet yeah. up there.
0: Yeah, for the most part.
1: <laughs> Even chiller now that we're all quarantined.
0: Oh yeah, I saw um a lot of so there is a really bad uh, homelessness issue there because there's like. Not enough affordable housing. Yeah, it's pretty bad
1: there. uh,
0: During this time of quarantine, to prevent looting, they've actually boarded up all the storefronts. Like, if you go Mm -hmm. to downtown SF right now, all the stores are just, like, boarded up with wood. It's kind of scary looking. Oh
1: my gosh, you know what I just realized? Um, I've gone out, oddly enough, for, like, a skin appointment for my hyperpigmentation. I risked it all (laughs) to get that done. (laughs) And... And I didn't see the usual homeless people about. I, I, I was at the Brooklyn College train station. And you know, the lady at the train station, yeah. perfectly nice. But she will not move, even in the harshest winter, nowhere to be found. Just to let you know, I was looking for her.
0: I think it's because um, the cops probably picked her up and put her in a shelter or some sort of emergency um, housing that they have. Like They did that for Staten Island during Hurricane Sandy. Um, they were able to move a lot of the homeless population here, which was really nice.
1: Even involuntarily, do you think? I mean, I should probably look that up. Yeah,
0: it's the NYPD, bro. Like, half the things they do are (laughs) involuntary. Sketch. Super sketch. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be real.
1: What other weird things have you been noticing?
0: During quarantine? Um, so everyone is having a lot of vivid dreams right now, and that's because... You know, your dreams are reflected in...
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. But it's, You're really scaring me no, right no. now. It,
0: there's, a, there's, like, a reason... You know how I am about these things? <laughs> you know
1: how I am. So, you, if you don't know, I believe 100% any sketchy, occulty, astral projection thingamabob that... Anyone ever? Okay, utters. so I
0: believe in that stuff too. But for but in terms of this, like a uh, vivid dream during quarantine, if you're like actually quarantining yourself, like you should stay home, save lives. Um, if you're actually doing that, you're you're just seeing, like, the same image imagery over and over again because you're home, right? So you're just seeing, like, you know, your living room, your bedroom, your bathroom, your kitchen, these, like, same images over again. So there's nothing new for your, um, what's the term? Your, Your subconsciousness to kind of understand i'm not phrasing this right but basically because during your day you're not seeing new imagery at night your subconsciousness forces you to like come up with all these like super creative It
1: forces you uh, to make shit up
0: yeah it it provides you with entertainment you know your subconscious is like oh this is boring let me let me give you some entertainment (laughs) let me show you something oh my gosh yeah i had a dream that i actually um got robbed at the in the tenderloin and i was so pressed right because i've um, I've traveled a lot, like, I've backpacked a lot, I've, you know, I'm, like, super, and I and I grew up in New York, I grew up in Brooklyn, so, like, I'm aware of, like, of my surroundings and of my, like, personal, like, stuff, so I was so pressed in the dream, and when I woke <laughs> up, that someone actually managed to mug me, like, in my head, I was like, I live next to a crack house for how With many years, hands. and I get robbed in the Tenderloin, <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was one of my crazy dreams. Have you been having weird dreams?
1: Oh, you know I don't dream. I reject all forms of the supernatural, including my third and fourth eyes.
0: You're like, I'm blind, and I'm I'm going to keep it this I'm way. I'm
1: blind. <laughs> I'm blind past the fourth dimension.
0: Oh my god. So, I'm obsessed with TikTok, um, and my oh, obsession has- yeah, it's really bad now that that's the only thing that's keeping me entertained. Um, a lot I'm of people, shaming you. <laughs> honestly, okay. Sidebar. Um, in terms of ta- like apps and stuff, you know how like Instagram and um, Facebook and Twitter, even Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, they all try to like customize your like homepage based on what you actually like and interact with, and they all do a shit job of it, right?
1: Oh yeah, creepy They're shit like that. Off. They're
0: terrible at it. Like I like any of the tweets I see that are like recommended tweets or like tweets that you think I might like, it's never like what I actually want. But TikTok. TikTok is such a good, good <laughs> algorithm, has such a good algorithm for like providing you with content that you actually want to see. So I started seeing, you know, more occult things because I kept liking and interacting with occult related tiktoks um and i just kept seeing like
1: uh-huh
0: witch after witch saying like we're gonna ascend to the fifth dimension this is like the time oh for a collective consciousness to like, oh my send, God. I'm, like time is now
1: <laughs> i would just accept it i can't fight that kind of power you're know, like
0: my my third eye is closed but I'm a willing <laughs> captive.
1: I'm a willing captive, like just like a being a Beyonce fan. She could set my energy any day. I love her. Oh God, yeah.
0: You can't. Hey, let's not let's not bring the Beehive into this. I don't want to. Oh. Uh, have them sick. Just for the record,
1: we love Beyonce, but she's culty.
0: I have she's cult-y, to say. Yeah.
1: She is a cult. The high. Yeah, she. You
0: know, she has a name for her followers and everything.
1: Would it be surprised if it's trademark?
0: It probably is, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. But yeah, other than vivid dreams, quarantine, not much. Not nothing else weird. This is a very good time for the sex workers, online sex workers, and folks who have OnlyFans, and even this sex toy industry. That's oh, lit. Man. They're probably making tons of money.
1: I feel like I have loads of time now. I should start an OnlyFans, and I'm really into putting like bananas and stockings and just like mashing them with my foot. Like I feel like that's an untapped niche. Mm. What do you think?
0: That's definitely a niche, um, or niche, however you say it. (laughs) I'm into it. Yeah, I would pay. I would sign up. I would subscribe. You would That is the content I want to see. All right, girl, go. Yes. Give me
1: one. Give me one.
0: No, not mine. Only
1: fans. No, not I want to be the premium member. I
0: stuck for a lot. What is
1: your only? You have to have thought about
0: it. No, at I one one a point. Lot. Don't lie to
1: me. Some no, untapped niche. I have not.
0: I'm She's not, not sharing I with the I haven't thought about it. No. <laughs> no, I actually, I genuinely haven't actually. But you've heard and of OnlyFans, like, right? support some of these girls because you know, like some of them actually have like goals and needs, like on TikTok. One of the people mm-hmm. I follow is Hawk hates you, and yeah, she's like a, she's a single mom. She has a daughter. She's like, I need new curtains and a washing machine, and this is how I'm gonna get my income while don't I'm knock it. And I was like, okay, sign me up. I don't consume any of the materials. I'm just, you know, it's like a Patreon. If she had a Patreon, I would support that too.
1: Blindly pay. Pay, but like yeah. keep the money. I don't need the product. Just keep keep the money.
0: Yeah, like a benevolent sugar daddy. <laughs> benevolent sugar daddy. I don't want any sugar. I'm, <laughs> what's, I'm glucose intolerant. Glucose intolerant. <laughs> so I cannot accept any sugar.
1: Proverbially glucose intolerant. Money.
0: <laughs> oh my god you actually are glucose intolerant i am glucose intolerant
1: and yeah it has a
0: sugar allergy
1: yes um which is kind of what i say but really it's a, a severe allergy to mangoes um to the point that i can't even come into contact with them um, and a lot of that sucrose and fruit-derived uh, stuff, especially icing and cakes, uh, stuff they put in sugars, um, whatever dye they use for brown sugar is horrible. Um, but, yeah. Such
0: a, such a lonely, so, so sad to be deprived. I mean, that's probably why you're so healthy, actually.
1: It's Can probably not- crippling me. I felt sickness not going outside. <laughs> I'm taking more vitamins and probiotics than ever. I think.
0: Yeah, I I sit in my on my front steps because that's where the most sunlight comes through, and I just sit there and kind of try to absorb some of the sun, some vitamin D, I'm <laughs> trying to get my melanin back because I'm pasty as as fuck. Like,
1: oh, uh, so it's April and we're still pale. I mean, like relative to you, but like if you see from our icon, I'm pale AF i'm trying to get that to be dark as fuck oh wait are we allowed to curse
0: um yes i'm going to say oh yes. shit we're
1: not oh okay
0: i don't know how the ratings work for podcasts what? so i mean i've already mm-hmm. cursed a bunch of times and we're also i mean we already <laughs>
1: talked about the sex toys. yeah we
0: already mentioned only it's only uphill from here or downhill
1: it's only up. We could only go up to.
0: Whatever else we're working on. But
1: Nishat, I have some bones to pick with you because I read Love in the Time of Cholera. Wait,
0: you read it before?
1: I read it before now. You
0: read it like.
1: Yes, I read all six chapters and it was horrible.
0: There's only six chapters? Okay, wait. We should provide some background. Okay. So. Right now we're going through COVID nineteen, which the boomers call Corona, right? Because it's a, it's a strain of the coronavirus or Corona something something. I don't know what the, how the terminology comes to be. Me neither. But, I,
1: I'm not a doctor.
0: <laughs> neither one of us are doctors. Although my parents really wanted me <laughs> to be. Um, so I accidentally called it like love in the time of Corona, um, instead of love in the time of cholera. And then I started thinking, cholera. Is it really bad? Well, one, all diseases are bad. But cholera is one where you're violently shitting yourself. And so the whole title, Love in the Time of Cholera, is really confusing to me. Because it's like, how do you find love while you're, like, violently shitting yourself? Actually, if you find love... Let me
1: tell you, the book was even weirder when you opened it up. if you find love in
0: that state, you know it's true. Anyway, I clearly have not read the book. Uh, But truth has.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Matt, and knowing that you didn't read it just makes me a very
1: <laughs> so how long is it um to me it's quite short maybe like 200 pages i can't tell it's kindle um so they don't do it by pages they do it by positions so which sexual. makes me uncomfortable um but yeah it's not that they had cholera but lied that they did have cholera to fake an affair which i feel like is not worth it and it comes to a rearing head when everyone believes wait wait wait! so they they
0: lie and they say that they have cholera because Uh, they want to cover up an affair or they or do they want to cover up the fact that they have cholera by saying that they have an affair Okay,
1: so they don't have cholera, but they state that they do to hide an
0: affair. Surely there are better ways to hide an affair by (laughs) claiming to have a disease.
1: Well, these were special people. Um, One waited until his friend died to uh, say to the dead man's wife, Yo, I fucks with you. What you gotta do about it? Yikes. (laughs) Um... Also, they're very old, and uh, he couldn't get it up, uh, so that was awkward. Oh, no. <laughs> a romance novel. Oh, th- that was the only lie I was told. I think he also lied and said he was a virgin to cover up the fact that he was uh, having a previous love affair. He's a fan of affairs with a 14-year-old girl. I wish
0: you could see my face right now. What? How is this... Cla- How is it-, it sounds like there's no I romance know. in this book, and... Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is like classified as like a classical romance novel. Or am I wrong?
1: Something or another.
0: That's...
1: I, I don't I didn't have the uh, most uh typical upbringing, so I can't say for sure if this is what the young people read in 12th grade English literature. Well, I mean,
0: I had to read like Wutherington Heights and Jane Eyre. Wutherington Heights was terrible. Anyone who holds that up as like their romantic ideals is toxic. But Janier was toxic. really good. Um well, yeah. actually no, Janier was problematic too, but we're not going to get into that. Anyway, love in the time of corona. Moving past all the cholera talk. Um I read this tweet that uh said can't wait for quarantine because men are going to actually have to put in the effort. And, like, write me sonnets and stuff. How do you feel about that?
1: No one has written me a sonnet. I don't know what that says about me. (laughs) I do get a lot of you up texts. um, Um, Ma'am? Like, do you realize I can't go outside? (laughs) I don't think they can. (laughs) So, so, suffice to say, I have not stepped one foot outside. Till today, with every you up text I've gotten and dick pics and unsolicited unsolicited dick pics
0: that you've had to.
1: Horrible.
0: Wow. Heterosexual dating is just terrible all around. Yikes.
1: Especially in these times where they're like distributing their dick pics like flyers. Get your dick pic here. Get your dick pic.
0: What goes through a dude's mind when he sends that? Like. They're not even, I don't know. I'm not going to get into this. The, the, that's a whole other podcast. I think episode that's the, topic. In the
1: absence of breaking the ice. In the what? Yeah. It's like just their way of breaking the ice because I guess they haven't had a regular social interactions except for like the grunts and mumbles they had with their fathers I, growing up. I'm assuming everyone has father yeah, issues. Yeah, I think
0: everyone has father issues. Yeah. Uh, so much unresolved trauma from just that past generation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dick pics as a way to cope with all the emotional trauma.
0: I think it's really unfair that we don't allow boys or the male gender to have the same kind of emotional curiosity that we allow women to have, and also just emotional expression too.
1: Yeah. Just like the typical microaggressions, don't cry, be strong, this is what boys do.
0: Yeah. And I think that all that machismo and toxic traits is really why we have all these like issues is rooted in how we've raised men and the kind of what's the word? Imagery that or personality that we force upon men. Yeah. I feel like we've been all over the place on this podcast. Yeah. Episode. Yeah.
1: Story of our lives.
0: It's kind of like if you were to draw this episode, it would just be a bunch of squiggly lines instead of anything linear.
1: <laughs> just like a weird acid trip.
0: <laughs> it would be an EKG machine, you know, like up and down, up and down, up and down.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I guess it's better than flatlining, right, because that means you're dead. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, what a turn. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I guess this is just an outlet for us to express those shower thoughts that we're too embarrassed to share with the masses. 100%. Or people that just don't get it. I
0: think that because of the life experiences that we've had, and the kind of level of maturity that was forced upon Mm -hmm. both you and I, we have like a weird sense of humor, um, and we're both very chaotic oh yeah
1: high chaotic energy
0: nothing ever goes to plan we have a google doc for this podcast episode and there's bullet points and we literally (laughs) i think went backwards and through the middle so yeah i think that's what we did (laughs) One of the bullet points is to start an OnlyFan or not to.
1: Literally top of our minds.
0: Our energy. I hope you can feel it through this audio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not getting the full breadth of this, it'll take a couple more episodes I think.
0: Yeah. Usually you do this in the beginning of the first episode of a new podcast but being the chaotic women that we are, it's happening at the end. But this podcast is just gonna be like a collection of our shower thoughts, things that bother us. Some of the episodes will even be us rooting through our own trauma and psychoanalyzing ourselves.
1: No, yeah, totally stream of consciousness stuff, quarantivities abound.
0: I feel like from this one episode you can tell why this podcast is titled No Good Choices, or maybe you can't. I really don't know how. Your brain works.
1: But
0: it's called No Good Choices because really what is good and what is bad is very subjective. So even when you're thinking you're making a good choice, you're probably not.
1: Probably isn't.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just an okay choice.
1: I mean, we definitely try to make good choices.
0: And sometimes even intentionally bad choices. Yeah. Good to mix it up.
1: Spice of life.
0: Well, I think that's it for episode one. Yep. Thanks for listening. If you're still here, you're a trooper. Trooper, a nice having you. Yeah, thanks for having us, having our voices in your head.
1: Between That's scary, your ears, actually. Yeah, we're all up your in ears your brain between juices. Your ears, in your head. All up in your third and fourth eye.
0: <laughs> be careful out there. Yeah, and be careful remember out And remember to make good,
1: good choices,
0: choices, even though there are no good choices. No
1: good choices. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.